Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSP Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Tahir Hamed. Got my co-host here. Steven Badorf. Welcome back. Steven Badorf. He is back. No joke. No joke. <laughs> Stay strong. Stay strong. <laughs> We can't keep doing this. I uh, know. It's like now it's a habit. It has to be said. <laughs> All right. So um, so today we're going to be talking about direct mail for MSP. So physical mailers. And it's funny. It's like everything comes in sequences. And direct mail is, I feel like it's kind of making a resurgence. Um, especially after like COVID and like, it's just like physical things is like more rare. So it's like whatever's happening less in marketing is what is most effective out, sometimes. Yep. Like if no one's doing lunch and learns, all right, great. Like let's do more lunch and learns. That's the thing learn. now, yep. <laughs> no MSPs are doing events. Let's do big ass events. Like, mm-hmm. and before we jump into this, like there's the power of local. Like everybody, like there's so much value in being able to take clients anywhere in the world, right? Like, but local has so much power too. And I said this on the telemarketing episodes, like the reason people, the reason big companies spoof local area codes is because like, if you're getting a call from your local area code, you're like, oh, this might be a prospect, this might be a client, this might be a friend, like they're local. I want to pay attention to this more than if I get an 8888 number. Mm-hmm. So that's why they spoof it now when you answer the phone and you find out it's spoof, usually you're kind of pissed. But when it's actually a local business calling you, you're, you're being more kind. You're, being, you're listening more. And that's just the reality. That's why people spoof phone numbers. Yeah. So when you're actually calling a local with a local phone number, you have a leg up over those big national MSPs or big-ass companies that are trying to call into local markets. I know especially in Lakeland, the beauty about Lakeland is like Lakeland buys from Lakeland they don't really like to buy from people outside of Lakeland. That's a huge advantage for us, but we can go into other markets, like other markets like Tampa and Orlando. They don't give a shit about mm, Tampa and yeah. Orlando MSVs. <laughs> like, they don't have loyalty. Like, so we can go out, but they can't come in. It's a huge local advantage. I, I will 100% admit that. So that's the same with postcards, because I want you to think for a minute. Other than window and door companies that send you direct mail every now and then to your home, how often are you getting a physical mailer from a local company? It's probably not much. It's, it's probably not much at all, right? Maybe, maybe once a month, if not less. But if you did get a direct mail, a physical mailer from a local company, has your area code, like you've seen their logo around, you're going to pay more attention to it than another thing from Comcast. That's just, it's just the reality of our attention, And so over the years, we've been very inconsistent with direct mail, which is just what I'm going to be referring to it, what we're going to be referring to it throughout this uh, conversation. It's always been like, okay, we have like an anniversary, so we'll send like a physical mailer, or we have like, you know, the smash-a-thon, what we want people to invite. Like it's always been a thing that I use as like just another touch point. Kind of sporadically. Yeah. Yeah, kind of sporadically. It's never been like, for me, something I use as like a primary lead generation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, over the last seven, eight years, that's kind of how it's been. 
I've never put a lot of emphasis on on direct mail. And then a couple of years ago, once I got the help of Steven and Maurice, it was like we had a little more time. Like I had a little more time to put a more emphasis on direct mail. We sent out the the Game Boy campaign, which is on MSP Camp, by the way. And we got like three super solid co-managed leads out of it. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like these people haven't heard from me at all. Like yeah, it, was a new, it was a fresh yep. list. And I got three leads out of this. I'm like, it's so damn hard to get three leads in the MSP space, mm-hmm. right? And so that's when I was really like, damn, I think there's there's more to this now. And maybe it's just time. Maybe it's just where we're at now in 2023. Maybe they're making more of an impact. Or maybe it's just it's the first time we've really put a lot of emphasis on direct mail. Before, I was just like, yeah, we do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then the next aha moment came, and I posted this in the private MSP camp um, Facebook group. The next time it came when we sent out the other direct mailer we created, the uh, the one with the gift card, the physical gift card yeah. on it. And we got two more leads, and one of them closed. And I was like, yeah, well, now these people have, we've been nurturing for a long time, but that's the thing that got them over the yeah. hump. The exclamation point. Yeah, it was yeah. the final piece. I was like, oh, my God, like, wait a minute. There's way more power in direct mail than I thought. Yeah, especially for a lead that you've kind of been nurturing for a while with email, yes. things like that, social media, but to finally have that direct mail piece that pushes them over the edge, that's huge. It like, is. That's part like, of the bigger strategy. It was really like an aha moment for me. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I mean, it's crazy that, you know, we haven't really done a lot of direct mail in the past, especially because it seems to be working. But like those were two definitive things. Like anytime I see a definitive thing like that, like social media, like we've got, we got, we had a 10K MRR on social media last quarter from my personal LinkedIn. That's when it's like, cool. I will always put emphasis. <laughs> that pays for social media for the next oh my God. 20 years. Like, <laughs> I was like, and sure, it's, it, it was 12 months before that. We didn't get any any leads at all from social media. But mm-hmm. once you see something like that, I'm like, I will always do this. Yeah. And like when I see that with direct mail, that's when we, if you look, if you're an MSP camp member, you can see how much additional postcards, premium campaigns, letter campaigns that we've put on there in the last probably like three to five months. We have loved direct mail recently, yep. And especially with ideas that are outside the box that yes. where if you're finding them, you're not just going to toss it away. Like, like what you're saying about the Comcast thing is completely true or just one of those logos that you see them and it's like, oh, I'm tossing this immediately because it's just junk basically. Yeah. But if you see, like you said, local business, you have that benefit. And then also the initial reaction to it is something interesting. Like, I mean, we've shown off the... um postcard we got back for msp camp but like nice finish glossy good size like yeah. it makes a huge difference we can also go grab that do you want me to go grab it for oh the that's camera? right we're on video yeah yeah if you want to go grab that and then just make sure it's still recording <laughs> sure <laughs> i think it's over on my yeah I think that'd be a good example okay so for those just listening i do apologize we're uh we're just gonna because we're actually on video on this one we're gonna just show real quick this is a six by nine postcard that we are, is it recording? Oh, thank goodness. Okay, so it's a six by nine postcard. This got we came, we got this from Stamp S T A N N P. Um, it was like seventy three cents a piece, and it's awesome. So anytime a new MSB camp member signs up, they get this shipped to them, right? Automated. I don't have to do about it. I don't have to think about it. Whatever. Just that nice turns the digital MSB camp into a physical thing. That has me and Steven's face on it, our live action face, as well as our avatars in the back. Not it's, just a logo, yep. It's just a touch point. Now, they're already a member. This is not a lead generation tactic. This is just that little extra touch saying, hey, we appreciate you joining. You know, I know you're just in a trial, but, like, thanks for joining. Like, here's what to do next. Just a touch point, right? Um, part of that onboarding experience, which is actually going to be the next podcast we talk about for specifically MSPs. Okay, so... 
So I don't want to get off track here. My, my point is direct mail can be a super powerful way of specifically reaching very specific people. Like, how do you build a list? We've got a free guide on MSP Camp on the three primary ways of building a list. You either do it yourself manually, you outsource it to a person to do it manually, or you have a, a, a service like Zoom Info, Seamless AI, et cetera. So once you have a list of like people in your market, oh, and here's a tip on lists. When you get your list, like if you buy a list from, from somebody, if someone manually pull it, don't tell them what your clients are. Don't tell them your client like who your clients are. Just give them the criteria you're looking for. Okay, 10 to 20 employees, or excuse me, 10 to 100 employees, 10 to 50 employees, et cetera, in this industry, in this local market. When you get that list, see how many of your clients are on the list and their titles. Like, did they get the right person? Like, did they get your client? First of all, did they get your ideal prospect, which is your client yep. on the list? And did they get the right person? And if you see a lot of those on the list, that's how you know it's a good list. That's the simplest advice I can give you. Now, if they have a, a company list, and it's like they have the secretary as the primary contact or whatever, you know, pretty you can expect that to be pretty uniform throughout the entire list. Exactly. Yeah. You know, pretty damn quickly. It's a, it's not going to be a good list. So that's always how I've worked my list. There's a thousand tips on lists and whatnot, but that's probably the simplest way to just be like, okay, is this a decent list or not? How many clients did they get on the list? Cause you know, that's your ideal target, target profile. And did they get the right person? Yeah. And then of course you take them off cause you're not gonna be marketing to your clients, but it's just a good, like uh beta test I like it. um and it the coolest thing is the more you creative and expensive these direct mail pieces are the more effective they are yeah that's just the reality um i've got some specific examples of this um i talked to mike from techie geeks a couple weeks ago a couple weeks ago well i actually talked to him two nights ago but by the time this airs it was a couple weeks ago and he He's sending out these video boxes. I'm sure you've seen the video boxes. Have you seen the video boxes? I don't think I have. No. Okay, so it's like a little, it's actually a physical box and you open it up and a video plays. Like with their, you can make your branding and stuff. I, I see them on social media ads all the time. But it's cool. It's a really cool touch point. Sure, they're like 20 bucks a piece though, right? But that's going to make the biggest impact. If somebody gets that, it's like, what, 90% they're actually going to open it? Because it's like, damn, this is like, this is like a, a thing. Like, yeah. I better open it up. Just curiosity alone <laughs> would make me open it. Yeah. 100%. It's like the Game Boy. You ship them, if you ship somebody a Game Boy with a game theme postcard, like the one on MSP Camp, you are the license to call that person and they are going to answer the phone. Like, I just shipped you a Game Boy, dude. Like, you're. <laughs> Give me some attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're stoked about it. I'm stoked about it. Let's have a 10 minute call. Like, you're, you're clear to call them at that point. Uh, another example, and this is outside of the MSP space, but it's just a really good example. And this is a real life case study. This is not like, this is someone I know. I just went to lunch with him two days ago. He's a really good friend of mine. He does um, like screen embroidery prints, et cetera. And he's always focused on like, um, like smaller businesses, you know, smaller quantities, et cetera. Well, that scaled him to like 5 million in revenue. So he shifted, he wants to only focus on companies with 500 employees and up. So he's focusing on the marketing managers that need it, need to buy in bulk. So he's like, okay, if I do this, I only need two to five new clients a year. Cause that's all he'd be able to keep up with at that yeah. range. I mean, they're spending half a million a year each, if not more. So because he's a customer border shop, he used, he, he spent, they spent so much time building the list, finding the right person. Like who is the exact person at these companies? Cause there's only so many of these companies and who's the right person. They, they each, each box they send is like, 
I think he said 50 to $100. It's got custom embroidered like journals. It's got custom embroidered content for that person, not even for the company. Mm-hmm. Like it has that person's name on it. Has a specific message in the box for that person. And then they follow up with a whole call campaign after that. And then they send another box. It's one box per quarter. So they're spending with like calling and whatever, like $1,000 on each of these prospects, each of these prospects yeah. a year. But that's a, sh- that's a shitload of money for one prospect. But he said of every seven people that he targets, he gets two appointments. Of two appointments, he gets a closed deal. Those are his actual stats. Yeah. And that was before he was going just strictly on the big ones. But even, I think even with those stats, it was like 100000 a year spend or up. So when we think of direct mail, yes, we do a, a bunch of postcards. And we're actually going to talk about a postcard campaign that I want Steven to kind of talk about here in a minute. But those premium ones, we got to add into the mix too. I know it's expensive. I know it sucks. Marketing is expensive as hell. But the ROI especially on these like premium direct mails with a follow-up phone call can be extremely high. So if your marketing is already working for inbound, if your marketing is already working, you know, cause you have good local SEO, cause you've got really good content on social media, cause you're already doing some really good advertising, cause you already have a good telemarketing process, whatever it is, this is such a wonderful piece to add in if you want and need more leads. Now, one thing, we always put emphasis on is, is, is campaigns around specific services and verticals. That's what's always worked really well for us. When you break it down to the least common denominator or you break it down to a vertical, you are much more likely to actually get someone's attention than just talking managed services. Yep. Absolutely. So, Stephen, do you want to talk about how we've broken from that mold a little bit for this, this postcard uh, campaign we're running and kind of what it entails? Sure. Yeah, I can just kind of spotlight some of the ideas we've been going at to really kind of encapsulate that out-of-the-box thought, but I mean, the one that pings my mind immediately is that M365 Pain Points Bingo, the one that's built like an actual bingo card mm-hmm. where it specifically has a Pain Points for Microsoft 365 on there. And right away when you see an actual bingo card is your inside your mail, I mean, that's going to catch your attention immediately. It would catch my attention. Yeah. And you flip it over. Text is very minimal. It's not overwhelming, but it just has basically the call to action for that piece, contact information, and then that's one that's sending out for a month. And then Next month we'll have one going out, which is um the IT MapQuest one, the TechQuest yeah, piece. Love that one. Which is um Tahir had the great idea of kind of like the old school MapQuest, like you print out the paper, shows you your directions. Um, it's completely parodied. We made like the logo and everything for yes. TechQuest. The old school ad in the top right corner. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got like all the directions to go find your managed service provider. Like those clever ideas that are playing off of nostalgia primarily, and also different formats that you're not seeing in the direct mail piece instead of just like a postcard with text and like one graphic which is kind of how we used to do it and now we're really Mm -hmm. starting to spring out of that Mm -hmm. area um we have one we built recently which i'm really a big fan of is the grass is greener postcard Mm -hmm. where we actually fold the postcard and it changes the content of the cards you should go look at that msp camp as well but yeah a lot of those combined with also just um the ones we have in our campaigns which are more that simple postcard format but very clean good graphics interacted in there like the copy we made sure is very strong and directed toward a business who would be reading it but yeah we've really gone heavy with direct mail recently i've been a fan of doing it as well because like you're saying i mean if you can get a verified roi of leads into it mm-hmm. even just like one in however period of time like you're saying with those boxes like that pays for itself for a good amount of time yeah. usually so. i still have a co-managed lead from one of the direct mails we sent out it hasn't closed yet i've been talking to them for over a year but if that closes they have like 250 users it'll pay 
It'll have an, that ROI will pay for direct mail for the next 10 years, yep. right? Like it's so hard to get a lead in the MSP space. It really is. But the lifetime value of actually getting one and getting it closed pays for whatever the hell marketing tactic you use to get it. Yep. And that's the mindset we got to get in when it comes to marketing. You know, obviously we already had the conversation on marketing budget, but it's just the reality of it. Like the value of getting a new client is so high. So like we have to be able to invest in that. So yeah, those are some really cool ones. One thing we're really trying to focus on, we're definitely trying to move even more into like the, the premium ones where it's like custom prints and whatnot. I just know the reality of most people, they're not going to use those like really awesome custom ones, even though we're still working on more of those for the small segment of our users and members that are gonna use those. So what we've been focusing on mostly is just, okay, what templates are available in stamp? Typically a six by nine and a letter. And we are just absolutely trying to push the push the absolute envelope on how creative we can get with the limitations yep, with we have, point. which is a flat surface, six and nine, and a flat letter. And there's a lot you can do. Yeah. Well, that's what we're finding. I mean, some of the things that we're coming up with and creating, like I'm so proud of. Like, I'm like, dude, I cannot wait to send this. And I've been so eager to send these out that instead of doing like, okay, we're gonna send, the, we're gonna do this campaign and send these three postcards out. We took the best postcards from all the campaigns and from the Scout Plus subscription, put it into a 14 month sequence, loaded it all into Stamp, and we're sending one a month out to a list of a thousand over the next 14 months. And the beauty of a simple campaign like that is, and honestly, I don't even call, I don't even have a caller to call and follow up, which is the ideal process, but I don't right now, and I'm just busy, so I just need to kind of automate a direct mail sequence, is we can see an immediate and direct ROI. Okay, these thousand contacts are getting these every single month. How many of these convert over the next 14 months? Mm -hmm. That's gonna give us a really solid ROI number on this exact sequence. Once you have that number, you just keep feeding new lists into that exact same sequence. Yeah, and I, I also wanna spotlight real quick for the um, each of our old pieces in there. Um, we've worked through it so that they're all formatted to that 699, mm -hmm. one with stamp. We've kind of gone around with different direct mail options, but mm -hmm. now stamp is really the one that we're oh, yeah. going on to. So all of our previous templates and other pieces, the only exception would be some of the premium direct mail that really play off of a different format. Mm -hmm. But the majority of them are now in that 6 by 9 format and ready to run for you to brand yep. and everything there. But yep. we have enough on there now where, like Tahir saying, where we have that 14-month sequence you can really target the consistency aspect of direct mail, which is one of the most important parts that we were yes. missing before yes. we were doing sporadically. Now you can pick and choose, oh, I want the cybersecurity postcard. I want to throw in the um, TechQuest direct mail as well. That'll be one month, two months. Fill out the rest of it. Maybe throw in one. If you're a healthcare-focused MSP, throw in the postcard for that one. But really have that consistency where each month somebody is receiving something from you yes. and you can gauge the ROI like you're saying. A hundred percent. Yeah, you got to say the consistency. And if you have a caller, definitely making sure they call afterwards mm -hmm. referencing the postcard. It's just, it's a really good touch point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a good point. Um, one thing that, you know, I remember when we did the conversation on advertising. It's like everybody hates marketing. Everybody hates advertising in general, but everybody loves advertising in particular. Mm-hmm. And we did that whole conversation on think of your favorite ad. Do you remember what, do you have a favorite ad? I know we talked about the Dr. Squatch one. I need yeah, to think about what one. my absolute well, favorite would be. And lately I'm absolutely obsessed with Tubi's ads. Ads. Like I'm seriously considering <laughs> moving the to Tubi. One. <laughs> it's, they're so damn funny. Like I cannot stop watching them. Like this, there's one where the guy walks up and there's two like, 
women sunbathing and he and they like take their glasses off slowly because he's like you know shredded and he like lifts his shirt up to show his abs and the shirt just keeps going and keeps going and the abs he's got this long 64 backers yeah he's got like 120 (laughs) abs it just keeps on going and going and going and going and it's like so off-putting but interesting and the guy in the background's like the the rom-coms where the guy takes his shirt off with the greatest abs you've ever seen just keeps going right and it just keeps going and, the, and yet they have this whole series on it because it's like all those you know rom-coms you like they just keep going on tubi and there it's i just can't stop watching it there's another one where there's a giant it's like there's like a bunch of gangsters out next to the the river and he's like look and like they look and a boat's pulling up like you know like the conspicuous like crime boat and like it's the the shot shows like the boat coming into 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 the shot but then the boat just keeps <laughs> on going and keeps on going it's just like the longest boat of all time and again like the guys start getting tired like he like he like drops his hands he's just watching this ridiculously long boat and it's like the kind the crime dramas where the bad guys use conspicuous boats to whatever just keep going and like again it's the most clever hilarious Ad. We've already talked about them for two minutes. Right? I've been talking like, this for two minutes. That's how obsessed I am with Tubi's ads right now. They are hilarious. And if I and I and I did the exact same thing when I got really good direct mail. So I got this Pax Eight card, and so that's my whole point in saying all that is like we hate ads in, ge- in general, but we love ads. We all have a favorite. Yep. We exactly. We all have a favorite direct mail piece too. And so if we can become the people that are creating the favorites for our prospects yep. and our consumers, we are going to stand out over everybody sending a direct mail piece with some doctor holding a, a check mark saying, AIT. Nobody's going to pay attention to that. Yeah, most people aren't even sending them at all. Yeah, <laughs> so. like we're literally killing old direct mail pieces because we relook at it and be like, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. We need creativity sells. The more, the longer I'm in marketing, the more I realize entertainment and creativity sells. That's just the reality of it. We did a whole conversation on differentiators and brands and the conversation with Mike at Techie Geeks. If you haven't listened to that episode, please do, because it just puts it all in perspective. So Pax8 sent a wonderful little, um, it's like a postcard, but when you move it, you know, like the holographic things where yeah. you like move it a certain way and it changes from one um, image to another. Yeah. It was just so cool. It was so cool, and I had it on our, our direct mail wall of fame for a long time. And the the one the way we got the idea for the gift card is ZipRecruiter sent me a physical mailer with a physical gift card for two hundred dollars off ZipRecruiter ads or whatever. I kept that for so damn long because that little gift card has tangible value. Mm-hmm. I was like, we need to do this too. Yeah. So. So anyway, <laughs> direct mail. It's got more powerful more power than. I originally thought, and that's why we're really adding it a lot into the mix of MSP Camp. And if you're not an MSP Camp member, that's silly. No, I'm just kidding. No, if you're not an MSP <laughs> Camp member, there's, first you, of all. it's probably pretty simple to design postcards, right? It's just one of the things is be creative and stay consistent. Mm-hmm. If you are an MSP Camp member, for Ranger and Leader, we have so much direct mail, right? So many excellent, especially the premium direct mails. If you're locked out of Ranger and Leader, we have a we are adding so much direct mail to Scout Plus. That's where we're putting most of the new direct mail because the reality is 
And Scout Plus is an open membership, so you don't have to worry about county logs. You can just sign up for it. Because the reality is so few people are actually doing direct mail that I'm not worried about it. Because Ranger and Leader get access to, that, to those, that content too. They can send it out in their market. The chances of someone else sending out the exact sequence or the exact postcards at the same time is literally 0%. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Like We're always going to do county log for Ranger and Leader specifically around the campaigns. A lot of these direct mail pieces we're talking about, we're throwing it on Scout Plus. Because one, there's probably such a small percentage of people that are actually going to send this out. And we want to make sure we're also providing value for that Scout Plus membership because they don't have the campaigns like you're as many, nearly as many campaigns as the Ranger and Leader member. So just wanted to make sure I emphasize, emphasize that if you checked on MSB Camp in the past and it's like, oh, I'm locked out. Well, now we have the Scout Plus membership, which we are growing very fast, uh, the same speed as the other memberships. Definitely check that out as well. Um, not trying to like, I know we never do a lot of selling on this podcast and that's how it's always going to be. But if you're specifically interested in direct mail and you're specifically interested in adding that to your mix, that is such a using sites like MSP camp and there's others to get a bunch of those direct mail pieces that look great and they're ready to run. That's a great yep. way to use it. And you can like hit that this. consistency that we're talking about. Yep. Otherwise you're going to start and stop because you didn't get a design out or you don't have enough designs or you don't like the designs that you get from these vendors that literally their portals are the most like boring. I had somebody ask recently, like, well, what makes you guys different from like the vendor portals that provide content? Vendor portals content is only selling their, their content. I've yet, I've yet to see a vendor portal that is, that pu puts content out there other than to just sell their stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, what is, you know, I probably shouldn't name specific names, but like, let's say you're Microsoft 365 provider. They are providing Microsoft 365 content, Microsoft 365 backup content. And honestly, most of it's very generic and most of it's very boring and it's not really going to be effective. It's the equivalent of an auto blog basically yes. <laughs> for content. Yeah. So that's a primary differentiator. One, I think freshness of content and quality of content. And two, the availability of different types of content because we're vendor agnostic, right? We sell all these services, so we need to have content for all these services and we need to have the best content to actually convert. And the reality is like people don't care about the ingredients, right? Like vendors always love putting content that's like, this is how we just, you know, here's ETP and here's these specific ingredients and services. The prospect doesn't care about that. They care about the outcomes and they care about their pain points and opportunities, and that's where we create content around. I've yet, again, if vendors did this well, if other portals did this well, I wouldn't have had to build MSP Camp. Like, we built MSP Camp from our own pain points when it comes to content. <laughs> so that is, a, I just saw that question recently, and it was a really great question, so I wanted to make sure I kind of sufficiently answered that while we had this, this moment. Steven? You need to get me to shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, you need to just like, kick me in the knee every now and then. Or literally tell me to just shut up on the podcast. <laughs> no, you're hitting the good points. All right, man. Appreciate it. Do you have any anything else on, on direct mail or anything on this before we wrap up? No. I mean, I'm feeling good about it. I'm glad that we're really starting to work at it recently. Um, we're going to keep working to fill out a lot of those direct mail pieces on the site. And I really do believe like that consistency piece of it is what we were missing in the past. Because you really can't put out direct mail for one month, wait two months, send out another one. And then deduce that direct mail doesn't work. And even when we were doing that, we were getting return on it. Yeah, like, that's the crazy Not part. even the way that we're preaching about it now for consistency. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very excited to really put that into action. And then, yeah, like you're saying, everything's fully brandable with those direct mail pieces now. So I know. Get started. Yeah, totally agree. I know as a decision maker at an organization, if I got a direct mail piece from a local business that has the creativity that we're, that we're putting out, like these bingo cards and the IT report card 
and the IT invoice and the TechQuest letter and all of these cards. What I'm getting is every single month from my local business that I'm now seeing on Facebook because I Googled them and the, I'm seeing their ads everywhere because I guess they must have remarketing set up or something. And now I'm checking out their website. The website looks pretty good. And, oh, shit, they got all these Google reviews. Like, I'm highly engaged with this company yeah. now. That's the reality of how we buy and how and how once something has entered our mind sphere, <laughs> it's yeah. there to like stay. This must be the MSP. In this this must be the one. Yep. And as we know, because we're all MSPs, whether owners, marketers, salespeople, it takes time to convert. MSP, you know, people aren't changing IT providers all the time. So if you're the one that's in their head, if you're the one that's consistently staying in front of them for over a year on content that's awesome, you're gonna you're gonna be the ones at the table. You're going to be one of the MSPs at the table when they're ready to move. Yeah. Just, that's just the truth. And that's what, that's what we've seen with all the other content, everything else we're doing. It's like we, we, a lot of the times when we run a campaign, it's not like, okay, we have to hit X number of conversions on this campaign. What we're saying is we are going to make sure that the prospects that we constantly nurture and hit know that we do cybersecurity. They know that we do cloud. They know that we do VoIP. So when they have problems with any of these least common denominators in the businesses, we're the one that's reaching out. It may not be that the campaign, the quarter that we're doing that campaign, but now they know. I wonder what challenge we could do this week. Oh, I got a good one. Nice. Test your might. So you're saying we can't actually play the Mortal Kombat theme song? All right, Steven, it's up to you. Finish him. Challenge of the week. Excellent. Do you have a challenge? No, you got it. That's it. We do two. Maddie, do you have one? We can do three. We do like five challenges right now. Yeah, we have to catch up for all the ones we missed. What's your challenge? Okay, so challenge. We when we signed up for Stamp, S T A N N P dot com, we. The original price is like 83 cents to send out the six by nine gloss or whatever, which look amazing. Don't do a four by six, too small. Do the six by nine if you're doing postcards, Stands period. Out. Like no, no question. We were able to get um, quantity pricing down to 73 cents a send. So I mean, 10 cents a piece, you know, it could be significant if you're sending out a lot. So if you're an MSP camp member, even if you're not sending out direct mail pieces right now, even if you don't plan on sending direct mail pieces out soon, go ahead and go to stamp or Wait, no, go to the private Facebook group. There is a link on there. Oh, wait, do we have the link on the partner page? Um, I believe so. Back in double check. Okay, perfect. Even if not, by the time this publishes, go to MSP Camp's partner page. Go to Stamp and click that link because that's a referral link. It's It's right near there at the top as well. Okay, that will get you that preferred pricing. And I should be clear, we get we have no affiliation with Stamp. We get we do not get paid anything for that referral link. And we've we've I love Nigel from Tech Tribe's thing on no vendor money. That's how we are. We don't take any vendor money ever. Because if we if we are if we are doing affiliates like that, it, it's gonna sway how we recommend things or whatever. So we just have that link there so you get the preferred pricing. You also get our account manager, Joel, who is freaking awesome. She is super awesome, and if you upload something that's not like perfect, she'll just let you know, yeah, and she'll fix it for excellent. you. So long story short is that is the challenge this week. If you're an MSB camp member, go to stamp.com. Go ahead and sign up with that link on our website so you get the preferred pricing. If you're not an MSB camp member, you could still probably – Go to the. You could still go to the partner page, and you could still probably get that preferred pricing. Honestly, I don't. I don't think they're going to care. Yeah. Like because you're being referred by us, so that's going to be fine either way. When you log in, 
and you talk to Joelle, just let her know MSB Camp sent you so she can make the little manual change in there from 83 cents to 73 cents. There's also preferred pricing on the other things like the um, letters and everything else. Wow, that was a lot longer than I expected. Steven, anything else? I'm ready to wrap up. Cool, man. I bet you are. I'm tired <laughs> of listening to me ramble. <laughs> All right, you said it, not me. <laughs> no, I think this was a high value episode. Awesome, yeah, me too. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope anyone listening uh, got some value out of it. If you have any questions in direct mail or anything, post in the uh, private Facebook group. The entire community, which is like two hundred and sixty plus strong now members, which we're just insanely grateful for. We are moving to the website in December, so you know we should probably just do another. We'll just do another episode. Talking about talking about all the website changes yep. and everything. I think that's what we do. I don't want to waste any more time on this. All right, everybody. Really, really, really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. I hope we've provided some value today. And we will see you on the next one. Yep. Thanks for listening as always. And watching. And watching now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>